Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The huge story took place last night in Oklahoma City, and that set off, like, you know, all the events that then took place as far as the NBA is concerned, where Rudy Gobert tests positive, the Jazz were at the Thunder last night, and I want to talk to someone who was at the game last night, okay, in Oklahoma City. So, from the Oklahoman is Eric Horn, who who covers the the Thunder last night. He was obviously at the game last night. Eric, you hear us Okay. Yeah, yeah, y'all sound great. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us here uh, for a few minutes. So, so can you can you bring us through the, the the course of events? I mean, I guess like the five minutes leading up to tip off when there seemed to be a bit of a double uh, a bit of a delay in the start of the game last night, and then what ended up happening with the players leaving the floor? Yeah, it was weird. You know, uh, you just you never I've never seen anything like that in pregame where you know usually tip off just it, it, the game just starts, um, and then next thing you know you've got. Uh, one of the Thunder doctors kind of running out pretty quickly uh, to get with the officials. And then the, that didn't really click at first, but then what, what really clicked was when one of the assistant general managers came out. Because you usually don't see front office personnel out on the floor talking to uh, officials before the game. So that's when it's like, okay, something's going on. This is weird. But even then, you don't think that the entire game is going to get mixed. You're like, okay, they'll they'll get a because they were saying they were waiting a confirmation from the league. So you're saying, okay, if somebody's got this thing going on, they're waiting confirmation. They're going to get this thing rolling, right? Everybody's here, and then it doesn't happen, and then stuff starts to get reported, and then next thing you know, PA announcers saying uh, the game has been canceled. So then you're kind of in shock. But then you realize it's the right thing to do if you feel like such a threat is going to be imposed on eighteen thousand, twenty thousand people. So well, so I saw I saw the there. PA announcer. You know, he then he, you know he, gave, he informed everyone that the game has been postponed. He made a point to saying we're all safe, everything's okay. But uh, uh, you know, th- there must have been a sense of panic. Uh, eighteen thousand people in the arena, all being told to leave at once, right? Well, I was kind of in the, the, the hallways underneath of the bowels of the arena. So I couldn't tell exactly what was going on with the people. I, I talked to some people later who kind of had the same sense of what was going on that I did. They were just, Most people were just in shock. I don't even think it was more so panic. Uh, everything was calm. It's just you never experienced that in a game before. You never had people get into 
kind of a fever about the game that was about to happen, and then all of a sudden have a 25, 30-minute lull in between when you think the game is going to tip off and getting told to go home. So it's just really more panic than anything. The, the funny thing was the initial reaction was booze. <laughs> yeah. The players were getting uh, getting told to go back to the locker room, and, and the fans just start booing, yeah. um, or at least a small contingent of them did. So it was just weird. It was just an odd experience. Now, now was Rudy Gobert, was was he out there for warm-ups? Because uh, apparently he was no. ready to play last night. Yeah, but he was never in the building last night. Okay. From, from everything that I've been told, he was never in the building. Um, and, and I don't believe that Emmanuel Moutier was either. Uh, Emmanuel Moutier has never – nobody's reported anything on him having a positive test for the coronavirus. So he and – he uh, Gobert and Moutier were listed as um, questionable with illness, and then they were ruled out before game time, but they were never in the building last night. Now, I also read uh, – Eric Horn is with us from the Oklahoma and covers the Thunder, and I, I read how – when the game was being delayed, Chris Paul, who of course is the president of the Players Association, Chris Paul walked over to the Jazz bench to ask what's going on, where's Rudy at, and and did you hear it as well? Is it true that the Jazz players then told him, hey, you need to get away from us? Uh, I don't think he I, – I think that's true, but like I have a video on my Twitter feed. You can see Chris Paul walk across kind of like midcourt in front of the scorer's table and Joe Ingles kind of comes by and says something to him. So he kind of stops him from getting all the way across, like, the threshold to where he can go all the way over there. Mm -hmm. But, no, he never made it, like, all the way to their bench because by that point I think they'd had a clear understanding of, hey, we're not supposed to kind of, like, fraternize or or touch. Uh, But, yeah, like, yeah, Chris Paul was, was trying to figure out what was going on. He was one of, like, the main guys that was in that area but most of the other players, besides him and Joe Ingles, they really kind of stayed more so on their sides. And so are the Thunder on like a self-quarantine right now? They were in their locker room briefly last night. Um, I'm not entirely sure about what's going on right now, but from what I understand from other reporting from other outlets, they weren't tested last night because they hadn't come in direct contact with any of the Jazz players or, or, or Rudy Gobert last night. Um, even prior to what happened in uh, pregame, you know, the league's been pretty careful about, you know, these players being exposed to each other and, and, and other things. But, you know, you had a lot of people reporting last night of all the places the Jazz have been over the past week or right. two. And Emerson College in, in Boston was one of the places that the Thunder practiced um, on their three-game road trip last week, and that was a, also a place where where, where the Jazz played uh, or practiced rather. So it's of concern. Um, I don't believe that some of those. I don't believe that the Thunder players were tested last night necessarily. I think the Jazz players were the only ones that were tested, right? And they were kept there for a good long while. So were the Thunder players too. But I think the Jazz players and personnel are of the greatest concern right now. Now you may not have the answer to this, but are the Jazz still in Oklahoma City? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they left yet this morning. I know that they had stayed overnight. Um, they they weren't in the previous hotel that they were in okay. Tuesday night, but um, the hotel that they were in was basically uh, told that they weren't receiving any more people into the <laughs> hotel. Wow. And I think that that would mean the Jazz players as well. 
Uh, but I don't know if they're still in town or not, no. Eric, thanks a lot on the short notice for joining us here. We know it's a really busy day. We appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.